Hello everyone, um, welcome to our first podcast of Our Cornerstone. I'm Brayden and I'm joined by... I'm Shabwan actually and I'm a twin and you guys might in future just hear another voice that's similar to me. That's just probably my elder twin who, who I, I would say like fortunately maybe born a few minutes before me. And my next friend is... Alright guys, um, I'm Gio. It's my pleasure to be here in this podcast today and to participate in this dream of ours that we have been planning for a while now. Now I'm going to introduce my other friend. This is the other twin that Siobhan was talking about. Hey guys, this is me, Shinan Kolumbagi. <laughs> and yes, I am the twin of Siobhan. We are all uni students and we are all the hosts for this podcast, Our Cornerstone. So we over here are currently in Melbourne. The name of our cornerstone, my good friend, genius over here. Braden came up with this name while we were all thinking about other weird names. Braden just said our cornerstone and our jaws were just like, wow. Like, yeah, that's exactly what we're going yeah, to do. Yeah, why don't you tell us like as to how and why you decided to go with this name, Cornerstone? So yeah, so actually it was a dark and stormy night and rainy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not and dark and stormy. I'm kidding. But uh, so one day I was actually reading the Bible. Um, I found somewhere in the back of my cupboard and it was actually one of the first Bibles that I received for new Christians and at the start of the Bible it had something specifically for new Christians so one of it was cornerstones which meant something like um, fundamental truths of the faith and that is something that I believed was kind of like the purpose of what our podcast was supposed to be. Coincidentally um, I found this verse when I was reading through the Bible and it's Ephesians 2 verse 20. It said, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. So I think that's really fundamental because we want to make sure we center this podcast on Jesus himself. How I got around to the name. Awesome. Yeah. So as he told us this story, we did kind of understand that, yeah, this does have some good meaning. And I think we all agreed at that moment. This is what we should go for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we, I think we should also briefly talk about the purpose of this podcast and how we came up with the idea of a podcast and 100%. our personal, let's say, calling that God has given us. So... Yeah, Gio, why don't you go ahead and just tell us, tell yeah, our yeah. audience. Yeah. Okay. So before I came here to Australia, I was in uh, the States. I was in Florida. Um, and this is something that has really caught my attention for a while. The fact that we can use this medium to have real interesting discussions with no need to brush anything or, or to, um, make sure we're scripted, but rather, um, a free flow style of conversation. I, I, I think that's really appealing to me. And since I became a Christian, uh, God has spoken to me in a way that I need to spread the gospel. And what better medium to do it than to have this type of conversations, maybe weekly with like, my fellow Christians right here. And hopefully reach people that need to hear this message, which yeah. is a message of good news. That's right. So as Joe came up with this idea about the podcast, as a youth, like I did have this urge to speak about Christianity to others because as coming to Melbourne, I, I was able to really see 
the state of the youth in this country and yeah, it's, it's it's just like it's pretty different it's to what i expected exactly like. I, i'm from sri lanka so in sri lanka christianity in itself is quite very uh, small yeah percentage. it has a very small percentage and so being born to a christian family since birth yeah was quite a blessing to me and in itself as my parents we were they were like this uh, good teachers of christianity and they themselves did inspire me to one day do something like yeah. this and uh, yeah thank god he has blessed all of us with the same mind yeah, to really like come how, together yeah exactly like how we all had uh, how we all actually met by accident yeah we actually all, like, university yeah. students over here and like we all had from a young age a desire like a huge desire to actually go and spread the word of god like personally uh my my father was my biggest inspiration i must i must give him credit cuz like he's the reason that i'm actually a proper christian also like cuz my dad actually goes around he's a baptist preacher and he goes to many churches from from rural areas to to non rural areas like he goes everywhere around sri lanka and he and he would like go and speak about the word of god and preach it to all these people and like that was a big inspiration and at a young age when my dad kind of asked me like so uh he calls me putta uh that that's mean that means like son in singhala so he was like like what was what do you want to do when you grow up and i told him that i call my father tati and i said tati like when i grow big i want to definitely be something like you like to go and preach the word of god and to actually inspire other people to get close to god cuz that's like how as we all as christians we all know that that is our main purpose as christians It's the best and thing you can do on earth. Yeah, definitely 100%. And and then also I kind of before I came here to Australia like I had a couple of prophecies about uh preaching and uh doing the gospel of God and teaching the gospel of God. And yeah, exactly. So like it's pretty awesome. Like Brendan, like what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a really good story to tell. Um kind of similar to you guys, but except I've actually grown up in Australia. So it's <laughs> yeah. nice to have some international friends. But I think the reason for me why I did this podcast was because before I actually met these wonderful people, um my faith was actually quite dry back then because I was just in high school and then all I could think about was just studying for my exams. But after high school when I had more freedom, I wanted to find people where I could build godly relationships with and then find more about the bible and yeah and that's the reason why i wanted to build this po- podcast with these other people as well and i also have to give credit to my mom as well she said you should definitely go and continue preaching i think once when i was a bit younger i was prophesized to be like a speaker or a pastor or something but i'm still praying about it trying to find god's will for me but yeah that's basically why I wanted to start this po- idea of a podcast. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, actually I I find that very interesting Braden that uh, communion with other Christians is what has strengthened your faith. I think we should this is a nice topic to touch on how we met. Yeah. Oh yeah. So funny story how we met Gio. This this was actually on the first so day of Gio, Gio is the boy who just spoke before us. So this was actually on the first day of uni and we were actually i think it was on the uh it was the orientation orientation day, day. Yeah, orientation, yeah. Day. orientation day and we were there were these clubs and societies with stalls and all and 
we were just roaming around trying to get chocolate from these stores. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, we would just randomly approach clubs and like trying to sign up. Like, I think I uh, signed up for like a ice skating club or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what they were supposed to do, but I kind of signed up and they gave us free ice cream. So yeah, so we did some weird. Uh, uh, we joined into some weird clubs also too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, not that I'm saying ice skating is weird, but <laughs> but I'm just saying that other clubs unconventional. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, we were roaming around, and then this guy called Gio, he runs to us and says, "Are you guys Christians?" And then we we yes. He said, "My brother in Christ." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yes. right. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty creepy. We're not like that. We're like my brother in Christ. I <laughs> <laughs> are, are you a Christian? Like I mean, obviously, like my, we we always have our crosses out. Uh, I'm wearing a cross, and my brother is also wearing cross. That's how I Gio. identify. And them. also. Brain, it's it's a part of the boys' work. <laughs> we all <laughs> started the cross out. No, yeah, so, so basically, yeah, he came up to us and looked at our cross and said, "My brother in Christ," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, are you guys Christians? And we were like, "Yes." And then he randomly asked us for our phone number. Is that right, you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, we should came, stay in contact. Maybe we we can exchange phone numbers. Yes, and uh, so. I was just new to Australia, and many of my friends told me that don't give phone numbers to strangers. Oh yeah, pay ID, pay ID, or, or even your pay ID and stuff, because like these guys will take it and scam around with it. And, and like so, with so, so I thought this Gio was like a scammer like that. Seeing our cross came out and asked us for our phone number, so I ended up giving him another random phone number. <laughs> But me. I mean, I, I genuinely thought like Gio might be like a proper person because I saw his cross. So like, I gave him my real phone number, and then my brother <laughs> and I like back on the train. Like, he came and told me like, so like this guy came and asked for a phone number, and I was like, yeah, I know, right? Pretty cool to actually find another Christian. And I was like, but what do you mean Christian? Like he's obviously a scammer. Like what type <laughs> of person comes over here? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait, you gave you you didn't give your number? And then he was like, no, I actually gave, but I gave some other random weird number that I just put number. And I was like, oh my. Goodness, like I should have, like I maybe I should have also given the wrong number. Then like this guy's gonna take money, and then I actually moved uh, from my money to the savings account. So then, like there's nothing that he could take out of my bank. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. actually there is quite an often number of events that happen like yeah. that in Australia to one of my friends also, and uh, and also Gio is bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I met them, I had freshly shaven my head, so and a nice yeah. beard. Yeah, yeah, and had a long beard. So all right, so you guys don't imagine that too deep because it sounds weird. In that <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Shivan, you should tell him how you eventually ended up meeting him yeah, at your so business class. Yeah, it's really funny because uh, uh, I was supposed to enroll into four subjects. Uh, but but by the way, like uh, my this was my brother's first day, but like I've already been at uni. But I just came with my brother to the orientation day just to show him around and help him out. And so I had to do four subjects, but unfortunately, very weirdly, for my four subjects, only three of the subjects were available, and I had to do another what do you call uh, optional? Yeah, another optional subject. So what what I chose was this entrepreneurship because like I do have a bit of an entrepreneurship vibe, and like we did a couple of things when I was when we were a bit younger. So. Um, Uh, I met Gio at my this entrepreneurship class, which I was not supposed to do, but uh, due to one class being cancelled out, so I had to choose entrepreneurship. And I did meet him, but then like since my brother told that like this guy could be a scam because because <laughs> of the Australian lot of scamming messages and calls around, 
and so i just tried to avoid him and like i kind of sat a bit away from him and and then after that like i really had to pee at class cuz like i drink a lot of milk in the morning and <laughs> i i didn't have breakfast i was like i kind of just kept drinking a little milk for breakfast and then after when class was over i just ran to the washroom and to find out this guy was also in the washroom i kind washing, of felt like all right he this was guy apparently like, washing his bearded <laughs> i was make sure it was proper presentable and combing my beard yeah, nice so he was and shiny his beard and like like oh wow like this guy's probably like scamming the people coming to pee over here too <laughs> and make money <laughs> cuz and then after like by accident we and then after like we actually spoke and he was like hey how are you man like wait what what did you say exactly yeah yeah so i was i was like oh you know what a coincidence we have this class together this and that uh, have you joined any christian clubs because i was interested in that and he said no no but i'm also interested So I gave him um oh wait I took your number right yeah, yeah that's that's when again I make sure he had my number and I had his number so I messaged him and said um you know whenever you find out about a christian club let me know and so will I let you know if we find out about this christian club. yeah exactly and like- so later that day he he texted me this QR code and said oh this is this christian club of uni and I was like okay Let's yeah, give it a yeah, try. Yeah, and also like something that I knew or that he may be not as chemical is like he already texted me from his actual number so then I was like all right scammers don't really exchange numbers so he must be like a genuine person. And yeah, so <laughs> then uh, uh so then again all, so on that very day actually uh my brother and I we were again walking around looking at other clubs and societies and as usual we were with a couple of our other friends going to each club just to take the food that they give when you sign up like the chocolates the chocolates the good chocolates and sweets <laughs> and sometimes you get like a nice cap and stuff so we were going and then like by accident we met this other club that we didn't really know it was a christian club because we were so focused on the food that they were giving and this club actually had some good food so like we genuinely walked in there and then after it like to see this was a christian club so i just took the picture and i sent it to geo and i told him that to scan this QR code and register and they have a session on thursdays yes yeah. that's right thursday and so yeah that's how we asked we met and then braden the came into the picture braden leon yeah so i actually joined late unfortunately um cuz like i said i was trying to find a christian club the whole time but i couldn't actually attend to any of the events cuz i live quite far away but the first time i did meet all three of them together at the club and it was really such a blessing to meet these guys because of the stuff that they were talking about not every day where you can find another person and just open up and be fully vulnerable yeah and all the all the things that Shivan and Shannon have been saying about Jio have been about being a scam i think <laughs> <laughs> just regarding that he's a really nice person he is 100% all our 100 other friends can agree person, on it as yes. well like he's been a truly a blessing to us you and a just, very very devoted christian yeah also, you can right? just speak to him about the word of god and he'll give you like so many facts sources and, yeah so i think we should move on to our testimonies um, yeah well b- before we touch on that i I can't emphasize enough the importance of if you're a Christian if you're a believer you need to find like-minded people and you need to find mm, people that know more of the word than you do that's 100%. because that's how you grow that's how you you are in check in your sin that's how 
you will actually find a sort of a family genuinely yes like um, 100% i do agree a heavenly family here on earth right mm, that's true because like even me personally i didn't have really any christian proper friends back in sri lanka like i mean obviously i had some church friends but then like i was not extremely close mm-hmm. but then to have such a good close relationship with some christian friends who actually understand your journey as a christian because as christians we have a different pathway than the other people mm. yes. we, we we are supposed to live a different life a jesus like life yes yeah, we are supposed like to that. be separate from the world yeah, yeah exactly and yeah we'll shall be like going to the testimonies because yeah. testimonies like kind of make my faith stronger like personally for me Okay. And uh, who Yeah, that 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 first? sounds good. We should um probably start with the most interesting testimonies. The But, twins testimonies. Okay, no, okay, let, I'll start. So, yeah, it was I will I think I was around 16 or 17 years 15, old. 15. Oh, all right, 15. Yeah, but by the way, my brother and I have like pretty pretty much the copy and paste testimonies. <laughs> yeah, we kind of it, it like we got to know got together like just how we were born together. <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my also so basically yeah it was around when we when we were around 15 years old a few of our friends and us well yeah friends yeah they were friends right yeah yeah they were church friends church like, like our youth pastors they were like yeah they were like a youth pastor to us but more also a friend to Great us friends yeah good friends and uh, yeah he called us on this on this camp trip to uh, this place in Sri Lanka I can't really remember Madi... the place I think Madivela Madivela no Madivela Madivela Mirissa but it was by by a beach yeah it was this it was this camp site by the beach and uh, yeah we went there along with this youth pastor to three sp- people no yeah okay. three three people uh, to spread god's word and when we went into this church it was quite quite a crowd there It yeah, it was quite a crowd. They were like, uh, and they were like fully Sinhalese and Tam. They were a couple of Tamils also, and Buddhist, Buddhist, yeah, Buddhist, Buddh- uh, Bu- uh, Tamils and Sinhalese. And there were also other religions like Buddhist and Hindus were also there. And uh, uh, and so what happened was like I think that church was having a camp and they wanted us, uh, two and the other three to come just come and do like a like a small uh, session to actually do the camp. And actually, what happened is yeah. So one of these people, uh, basically no, but they, basically they called us to translate whatever they said in English to Sinhala, because they didn't really understand uh, English that well, and also just for the experience like of understanding out. God. Yeah, and like to help them out and like to pray with them and just to do the sessions right. And then after it, what happened is like one of these guys, uh, one of these past uh, youth. youth pastors from US so what they told they took kind of told me that hey Shabon like could you just go and pray to these people like oh before that actually he told like the people who really want to accept Christ on this day and who wants to believe that the Lord is your savior and died in the cross for our sins to to get salvation basically that to put your hands up and to come to a side uh to the I can't remember which side but like to a side and he just like spot on just like told me hey Shabon like why don't you just go and pray to them and I'll continue this side of the work. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm just 15 years old and these people are like a couple of, like they're all like over there, 25s and some were like 20 years older than me also. And I was like, I'm like, how am I who like personally 
I don't think I do have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we we were actually not very sure with our faith also. Yeah, we were not like that strong and yeah. like we told that like with like Eric um uh, I I told him like like how would I pray to him when I myself don't have the Holy Spirit? Then he was like like uh no shaman like you you go and pray like God wants me to tell you to pray and like all right like I'll just pray and, and I just like raised put my hand on them and tell uh dear heavenly father I pray and like I pray that these guys get the Holy Spirit like, and, like, like a normal yeah, person like a normal would prayer. yeah and it very weirdly when I started keeping my hand on them they kind of like fell back and I was like very confused like did I like do something wrong and this why these guys like falling back like it it was sort of at that time for me it looks pretty funny and it looked weird and like i was a bit weird i was i was confused and afterwards i went and told him that like hey man like i don't know like when i left my hands on them they started falling back and some of them like literally fell to the floor why is that then he was like that's because the holy spirit from your body uh transformed into them and also like also like, sorry if i got to tell this when i was praying to them i felt like electric shock leaving my body and going into all of these people so yeah that was also weird and then it's like then i was like wait what like like it was very shocking and then that was like my first hand experience of how the holy spirit how the holy spirit is actually working in my body itself and then after like i came into the site till i call my brother aya at that time like aya you like look like it was weird like when i prayed to this guy these people fell down and uh, he was like that it's because the holy spirit is passing through me and going into them and i also feel this electric shock and then he was also very astonished and then after he got his experience in hand and like you tell about that yeah so just like he said i was also like look god i i too want to experience something like this because it did kind of sound cool i mean <laughs> yeah i mean pretty cool feeling things in your body like, like this electric it? energy and yeah, all that and then uh, this guy this past this youth pastor he told me also to go ahead and pray for these people and when i was also praying to these people i did kind of feel like this unusual energy like going through my body and i too was like very confused how how is this happening like is it like it, it sound it looked as if like i was sick and this weird energy was going through my body and like my body was seeking for more energy and yeah i when i continued to pray there were people who eventually started to get healed yeah and especially then, that there was this lady yeah yeah so basically me, my brother and i we were asked to pray for this particular lady who was suffering with cancer mm-hmm. and um, she was telling us that she has this pain underneath her throat right yeah in her throat and like you could like literally see like see. Uh, the cancer cells so yeah it's not, not cancer cells, it's like like this yeah this thing. thing growing in her throat like you yeah. could see i'm not sure what you exactly call the scientific term Most for like it. throat cancer yeah so yeah when we continue to pray with to towards this lady we laid our hands on her and and eventually little by little she started telling us that she feels this pain going out going away and like reducing so we were like wow this is this looks like magic yeah, also, yeah it was reducing in size yeah, like size. to our eyes we were like okay like this is like weird and then after yeah. there were people uh yeah she not like uh, you continue you were saying so uh, so yeah when we were continuing to praying she continued to tell us that it's reducing and then we thought maybe we'll continue to pray towards her in order to have it like reduced fully and then uh, eventually after like praying for like 5 6 minutes continuously 
she told that uh, look i i don't really feel any pain in my throat right now and when we looked at her we also did see that that swollen type thing that her the lump. throat yeah that lump that's right ah, yes, lump. that lump yeah, yeah, yeah. that lump like thing that was there on her throat was not there and uh, yeah my brother and i was like wow are we performing magic or something <laughs> cuz like i mean we are just 15 years old and we didn't really understand any of this yeah and like things. we didn't even know any other person like even a, a teenager also who was performing yeah. like i mean we we did see also. some pastors doing it but we actually thought like, at at the age of 15 we thought these guys were doing some magic and some things like that cuz <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it 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 was we were not that strong in uh faith by then but then like the My fact that we feel a little bit skeptical that's how i felt with these things before i became a christian yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like genuinely like how a non christian would see these miracles happening that's exactly the thing that we felt but then also at the same time uh we were praying in jesus name and we also felt the holy spirit in our body so then that just like yeah you know so it it was like while we were praying these words were just flowing out of our mouth like 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 we've never experienced before it was like as if you knew what to say exactly yeah, yeah, like exactly. like i knew exactly what to say during that time and i've never done anything like this before so yeah and then after doing this we were like so happy that yeah. we were able to help someone out with through this cancer and and yeah and there were like many other miracles that we like there were people with uh, the legs like sort of bent and people who didn't walk and like there oh, was there, there was also a guy who was uh, possessed oh yeah yeah and there was this person who was like extremely possessed and like another thing that i saw proof is that like this guy who was possessed like his strength was like there was like uh, six seven people trying to hold him and still he was more stronger than all these people. but still well, he, he was, was like possessed. a very skinny man like how how was that possible so that was and he was like then that's obviously possessed but then like when my brother and i like we were like laying our hand over him along with the other pastors uh he was like that please remove your hand like it's too much light for me like i can't like please remove it like please remove it like he was saying and like he was like shouting pain when we kept so like that also shows the glory of god but but yeah uh, unfortunately he didn't get to christ no, no yeah cuz he was not willing to lose yeah it. he kept rejecting saying that he's not interested and all that and whenever we tried to pray on him he just continued to reject it on um uh, on god and so then my pastor said that look if his mind is not set to get out of it we can't force him to cuz then once again it's not free will if we force him if we yeah. force christ into him like we all have our own free will and if you want to keep it with you then like you will be keeping and not accept god then like cuz god won't forcefully come into people's lives like that that's exactly right they say yeah. that god is a gentleman and he will not force himself upon 100%. your life yes Yeah that, that's yeah. right I mean and and ever since the world was created God gave us free will that's true but then like uh the weird thing that would happen uh that happened is like so basic we were performing on this is like proper miracles and just a few days after that uh we lost two very close people in our lives uh, I lost a very close friend of mine who and uh, we lost that friend and then after that I also had my aunt who was in cancer and also like during this camp that we were like i really thought like wow this is like god telling me that okay now that means i have the opportunity to even heal my aunt cuz if i was healing another lady who i who i who i kind of like never met in my life if i had that opportunity like definitely i could like heal my aunt so then i tried to pray over my aunt like so many times but nothing really worked and after unfortunately god took her so like 
that was like also like a sort of like a small downfall for my brother and I. Like we were questioning God, like, look, God, like you made me heal this lady who I didn't even know, and this my aunt who I loved so much and who was literally with us, who was living in our house itself, uh, the past few days of her life. Why couldn't I heal? Like that was always a question that I had had in my life, and yeah. But, so basically, that's but yeah, no, like once again. uh those pastors kept telling us that it's all god's plan yeah and uh, everything is something that's there to yeah, like to re- to glorify his divine purpose yeah and like he us. wrote in his books exactly what, what yeah. should happen so we can't stop that but at the end of the day that faith that we were able to build really continue to progress in our lives and just continue to get stronger and then really realizing that we can help other people who are in need and bring them to Christ and really experience the light that God has given us to this world yeah, was what uh, continued to really press in us and like even like before I came over here into Australia uh, I will talk about this experience of God a bit more deeper in in our future podcast guest but uh, how I uh, experienced God like and how I got four prophecies on the same exact thing just before I came over yeah, not yeah. to Australia and yeah so I will spot talk about that a bit later now we'll like move into our friends about that i think uh brayden should probably share his okay. testimony oh, yeah, as yeah. it is mm. so um god is really faithful and i've seen that through my life um this actually happened this year so my grandfather was actually an, an atheist his whole life and i only realized that like um a few years ago when I came into when um I started going to church more and then learning more about Christ and then every day for the past few years I've just been praying for God to just come into his heart and his mind and to help convert him and then this year a few days before he passed away from like a sickness or something he actually got baptized and he accepted Christ so now every day I just thank the Lord for being so faithful to me and um for me to trust in him fully and yeah that's basically my testimony amen yeah. amen that, that's really incredible that's how like people so far along their lives how, how old was he i think he was like 86 or something like 86 that. years wow. old that's amazing a like, lot of life yeah, and yeah, he, that's he still changed his mind and accepted christ yeah, that's ultimately that's, that's really something we should give glory to god 100% amen yeah 100% So basically my testimony Oh guys this testimony is like the best it's the life best changing testimony. it's life changing life Trust changing 100% so, um, yeah when i was a little kid my mom would um instruct me about god she would mention that there was a god that i should pray every night and that there's certain things that we should abide by which was god's law and at first it all seemed very very weird to me i could not comprehend how there was this all powerful all knowing all present being that overrules this whole world for some reason when i was a kid i that just didn't seem logical to me even though as a kid that should seem logical because as, as as you guys should know kids have a lot of imagination but that's besides the point when i was 10 years old i first 
I got my first computer. And that's when I started coming across a lot of content and a lot of uh, different opinions from the early internet and a lot of people who influenced me. Not in the best way, but it all came down to God's plan at the end of the day. But basically, I was presented with the rationality side of life and how science and um, the different theories of the explanations of the universe. Um, yes, I was presented with this and I didn't know how to reconcile that with the traditions and the, and the um, religion that was imposed in me before. So I actually became an atheist at a very young age, the age of 10. And I completely rejected um, Christ, right? So after that, at 14, I sort of became an agnostic because there, there were a lot of things that I couldn't explain. And this is a fact. The more that you study science and the more that you realize how complex and how there is detail in every detail in this universe, um, that there, there, there must be a creator and there, there must be some type of order and logic that has made this possible. So I was an agnostic. I didn't know exactly what this God was and who he was and what he was up to. And then I started be becoming um, something that I wasn't. So I was being influenced by society and by my peers. And I started... Um, indulging in a lot of sin, a lot of bad habits and um, chasing the wrong things. And this only led me to feeling even more lost and feeling anxiety and feeling depression. So this was one night where I sort of hit rock bottom at that moment in my life when I was 16. And I, I said, God, if you're real, you know, why are you doing this to me? Um, why are you not being present in my life? When in retrospective, he was always there. I was just too blind and dumb to see it. But through that night, after a lot of crying, I felt his presence. And I didn't know what to make of it. Because I, I didn't want to reconcile the Christian uh, God with what, what I was experiencing. So I sort of stopped sinning. Because I said, okay, there, there's there's something out there and I should probably stop chasing uh, expedient things and should probably do what is meaningful. And so I, I abandoned a lot of sin, but I still didn't have the Holy Spirit because I, I wouldn't accept Christ and I wouldn't accept that this God was the Christian God. F fast forward a year later, that led me to have more sin and fall back down in a hole even deeper than the one I was before. So I moved uh, from one place to another and I met new people and started hanging out with them had a lot of bad habits were, were chasing money were chasing women uh, my life was chaos in that moment because after all of that I was I, I still felt alone and I still felt like I had no one to rely on and I still felt uh, very very empty inside and that again my life was purposeless so this was on uh, Christmas Eve 
I was totally by myself, completely alone. And by this time, my mom and my dad weren't living with me. So I was sort of on my own. And it really hurt to spend that Christmas alone. So I was I was crying, not because of sadness, but more so in desperation because I really didn't see any, any way forward uh, in my life after this. After apparently getting everything I was chasing, but still feeling empty. I, I didn't find any purpose or, or meaning. So this was when after crying a lot, a lot, a lot, I felt peace. And the thought of Jesus came to my mind. And this was very, very weird because by that point I had I had gone through Buddhism and, and a lot of other philosophies and religions uh, trying to find what that higher power was. I was very into the new age. But then I this thought of Jesus came to my mind and I, I it was very odd to me because by by that time I was doing everything but Jesus. So I was trying to learn about everything except what I was raised with and what um my mom tried to uh teach me about. So I I decided to turn on the TV and to listen to some music and relax a bit. Turns out that this Christian hymn um, popped out in the screen as the first recommended YouTube video. And I found that very odd. So I decided to listen to it, see see what it was about. And basically the lyrics of the song talk about news of comfort and joy. And really, those lyrics really, really resonated with me at that time because of what I was going through and how I was feeling. So at the end of this video, the person who uploaded it put this verse in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 which uh, says, Come to me, all who labor and are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So this really, really spoke to me because that that's what I was feeling. I felt like I had no rest and no peace. And that was the moment where I sort of realized that, okay, let's give this Jesus a try. And after that, it's as if all the pieces came came together and um, I started changing completely on a 180 degree my, my habits and I abandoned the people, the bad influences that I was hanging out with and I actually focused on what was important and I was able to get good grades because by that time I was on my way to fail senior year of high school and I, I for the first time since I was a kid probably I felt overwhelming peace and, and it's a feeling that's unexplainable but this was my loneliest moment in my life however it was uh, the moment where I felt the most um, at peace and, and the most on my purpose let's say so I started learning and reading a lot about the bible and I came to a conclusion that this was the truth all along and it was so simple yet I was rejecting it and even running away from it I was very against Christianity but ever since that moment Christ has changed my life and it's it's amazing what he has done for me and what he has done for many other people and what he can do for you if you just trust in him and accept the simplicity of the gospel which can also be explained through intellectual doctrines yeah, that true. people have come up with so that's a little bit about me and a little bit a little bit about my background i mean yeah like 
that's just like very very touching and very inspiring because like many teenagers do face that including myself i would say like there was a time that i also definitely had a similar experience and um a difficulty in our lives and i think almost every single human being in their young ages will definitely have this yeah, experience yeah. that's right like, it's very inspiring and motivating to see that people from levels like that that goes through things like this are still being loved by god yeah. and yes, given a yes, given a chance to definitely. come to him and how god still continues to speak to such people because yes. uh, i mean like some of us do think that if you see a guy going through all this depression and all these hardships in life and drugs and and, and, and bad, drugs and all this bad like people and women they, yeah exactly mm-hmm. like they have no hope in life and suddenly when we hear Jesus testimony it just gives us the motivation and the inspiration once again yes, to reach out to such type of people and yeah. spread out God's word cuz we and know like God's working that, all yeah. across the world and yes. in retrospective he was definitely always there yeah and and everybody has a chance to experience God no matter what disgusting sin you have no matter if you're even a murderer yes God yeah. still so still so guys like you. if any of you guys are going through the same right now you need to understand that you've not lost God at this moment you just need to dig dig deeper just like how Gio did and God will come to you for sure he will come to each and every one of us and just continue to pray on Christ asking God God just show me who you are and I really want to experience with you with a humble and open heart exactly. to receive 100% you need to have a humble and open heart just like Gio said because that's the most important at the end of the day to understand and hear God's word So yes, yeah, that, that's yeah. good and it's awesome to hear a testimony like this. Well, thank you Gio for sharing and opening up. Um it definitely inspired all three of us and I hope it inspired our listeners as yeah, well. Yeah. And thank you everyone else for also sharing your testimonies. Um just want to say this just this one thing it says in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 it says but seek ye the first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you so i think that's like that's, right. that's something that just directly signifies geo's story and like most of us also like how we all seek first god no matter what what things we have no matter how much we have to study no matter how much work and no anything. matter how much we have to sacrifice because at the end of the day even jesus did approach the fishermen and tell them to leave all what they had And it's funny it's almost like a paradox because alluding back to that verse chasing the world I lost myself and I lost what I like my purpose for life but when I was chasing God and I when I started chasing Christ and Christianity is when I gained everything else when I gained my purpose yes, for life when yeah. I gained the world as in people who actually care about me and who are on the same page and want the best for me and I want the best for them. It's almost like a paradox. Yes, yeah, that's right. And so guys, yeah, this was just an introduction of who we are, our testimonies and also our purpose of this, this podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, so I hope you guys continue to stay tuned for our future episodes. Yeah. And on behalf of our cornerstone, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned if you really liked our message today. If not, just please give us any feedback. Yes, definitely. And share it around to other people who you may think this message may hit deeply. And yeah, that's all from us. Thanks, mm-hmm. guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace. And yes. And God bless you God all. God bless you all. Awesome. See you guys. Bye. Bye.